This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Hey guys, welcome back to Gilmy Talks. This is Gilmy again. I am so happy you're back. And this week's guest is Lena Sweet, one of my favorite models out there. She does amazing work from body paint to boudoir stuff to basically anything that's that's needed of the shoot. She's very, very creative and we get into everything on it. So go check out. I you know what go check out all of her stuff it's amazing I've been following her on Instagram for uh, years so go check her out on that listen to the the amazing interview coming up but before the interview starts I just want to say a few things September 18th at London Comic Con in my hometown of London Ontario guys I am doing a live show and it's scheduled for 90 minutes it is going to be really fun and I hope you guys can uh, can uh, join us. The cost is very low to get into this con. It's not like Fan Expo with a uh, $50, $50 uh, price tag. I think Sunday alone is like 17 bucks, something like that. Just go download the London Comic Con app, and that's where all the information is. And Tom Martin is joining me, the host of Talking with Tom, as well as myself, only available on the Gilmy Talks Podcast. podcast. So go check check us out, and I'm also bringing our amazing article writer, who is also London-based, which is easy, Dan Sinisak, former professional wrestling ref, and he has a ton of stories to tell. And we are bringing our a special guest, friend of Gilmy Talks, Brendan Caulfield, aka Holden Albright, is joining us on the panel, which is going to be fantastic and i'm really looking forward to it because well, you know what it, we're gonna have a blast uh the previous panels have been really fun and i'm really looking forward to uh, to this one in my hometown it's going to be amazing and anybody who is coming to london to visit me go check out doing fine fine kitchens in london on Ontario. one of my fa- very favorite restaurants to go uh, check out as well as Bats in the Belfry Art. If you need that special gift for someone, go check out BatsInTheBelfryArt.com for any commission work. She is amazing, fantastic. She did my zombie my zombie shirt logo, which I love, and I will be wearing it at the live show. As well as Ghost Jewels, if you like darker jewelry, go check them out for 30% off with if you use the promo code GILMI at a purchase. So I just want to say thank you to Lena for coming on. There were some technical difficulties at the very beginning of the the episode, and she was so patient and such a a a sweetheart. It was a great talk. Go check it out right after this. Talk to you guys on the back half. Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy again, and on the line I have the one and only Lena Sweet, and. I'll be honest, guys, this is my third or fourth intro, so hang on for you a sec, because i got to make it better and better now. 
she is a an amazing model and I found her on Instagram years and years ago I have seen her do body paint stuff I have seen her do corset work I have I'm just actually scrolling through and she is an amazing model and you guys have got to check check her out she has her own flair she has very distinctive Ooh, wow that uh, and if you like me and a horror fan you are absolutely going to love her because right now I'm looking at uh, her and a pumpkin and you guys have to check that out <laughs> absolutely amazing as you guys know I'm a huge fan of anyone who puts art out out in the uh, world so my fir first question for you for for Elena how's the day going uh, day's going pretty good pretty that's good. good except for the 20 minute delay on my part <laughs> I apologize <laughs> but as you guys know if if it can go wrong with me it always does so my very first uh, question for you without getting too personal Please tell me a little bit about yourself and how you started in the world of modeling. Um, well, I mean, I always knew that I wanted to get into modeling, like, in my teen years. I had a big, huge, like, admiration for Gita Von Teese, um, because I listened to a lot of Marilyn Manson as a little goth kid, yeah, and same. I came across her work, and I was like, this girl's amazing, I want to do this. Um, and then when I turned 18, I, I booked a bunch of shoots, got started, and it was once I moved out to Kitchener that I was like, okay, well, I mean, there's the portrait stuff, and that's cool. I mean, like, everybody loves looking pretty. But uh, then I got into seeing a lot of the creative work that people can do, and it just kind of gave me a playground to be like, hey, I am uh, now I can get some creative, some creative juices out there. I can uh, have some creative input on my shoots, and uh, haven't looked back since. Yeah, and I do got to ask one question about the modeling name. Where did Lena Lena, Lena Sweet come 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 in, come from? Um, okay, so back in the day when I first started, <laughs> I was a total little kindergarten, and my name was actually Pandora's Fox. And then I, uh, um, a couple years down the road, uh, there was a drag queen named Pandora's Fox, and I was like, well, her work is awesome. I'm going to bow down. She can have it. <laughs> <laughs> And then so I had to come up with a new name. And um, back to Dita Von Tees, her real name is Heather Sweet. Um, so I kind of adapted her last name because she was my biggest inspiration. So I adapted her real last name and then I couldn't figure out what to use as a first name. And I just pulled out a baby book and I wrote down a couple <laughs> names that I liked. And I was about to have a shoot and I couldn't decide. And I'm asking all my friends and I couldn't get any solid answers. Like everybody's picking different ones. And, there's no similarities there, so uh, right before my shoot, I just closed my eyes and pointed to one of the names on the list, and I became Lance Sweet. <laughs> and I do, I do got to say, Dita Von Nettis is absolutely amazing. She's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Just, I'm up. Her work's, her works phenomenal. Yeah, it's super inspiring to say the yeah, least. <laughs> it is, it is very, very cool. And once again, guys, go check, go, go check her out if you have, haven't. And what do you like most about being being a for uh, a model? What do you in, or enjoy from it? Well, I mean, like at first, I think I just <laughs> I just want to have my picture taken. No, um, <laughs> but then it turned into something else where it was just because um, when I even when I get hired for shoots, sometimes uh, I mean there are times photographers will have like, oh, I have this great idea, 
um, we don't want to do this, and they allow me to have some creative input, like, that's a great idea, how about we try it this way, or maybe we incorporate this into it, so I got a lot of um, creative input for it, and then even with sometimes I would get hired for a shoot, and the photographer would just turn around and say, hey, uh, so what do you want to create? And I got to completely run wild with my imagination. Some of the people that I've gotten to work with were just so amazingly skilled that whatever I could come up with in my head, we could create it. So it's basically like I get to live within my imagination a little bit. Uh, whatever I can think of, we can try to create. And um, yeah. yeah, I just love the art about it. But then I also love being the, within the art of it. And are there are there any any previous shoots that really really stick out because I'm booking through and every single one looks amazing every single one looks great and your photographers you work with are absolutely awesome they are they absolutely are um, I wouldn't say I have one specific shoot that I that would stand out in particular I would say different um, photographers that I've worked with from like artistic curves. Uh, I worked a lot with artistic curves because, I mean, like, we just, our create our creativity was just, it worked perfectly where, again, anything I wanted to imagine, I had dreams and I would come to him and be like, hey, I had this nightmare. Can we make me the creature of the nightmare? And he was like, done. Um, and then Art Brack, because he was amazing with Photoshop, like, um, we'd go and shoot and I'd have to, like, he would be doing multiples of me within the shot that, and I don't know exactly what his vision is. He's just like, hey, I need you to throw yourself back a bunch. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. I'm <laughs> all about the slapstick comedy. Um, and then um, one of my friends, Simplicity, we're, we're going to be actually shooting in a couple weeks. And he and I, whenever we just come up with something, like we, we look at a couple inspiration ideas and immediately we're like, hey, let's do this. Let's switch this into this way. Um, let's see if I, are you capable of Photoshopping this onto me? Like, So I wouldn't say one particular shoot, but it's definitely a particular artist that I get to work with. Awesome. Because, and uh, one question from a listener, Curtis Rich from Where Is Your Mind podcast. He was very interested about the, bod the body paint suits. suits um, shoots. <laughs> uh, because I, he was more wondering about how it's done um, and more the aftercare. How, because your skin has to take a beating being literally painted from the in this one it's the neck down and most of them yeah most yeah. of them are even included the face <laughs> oh yeah like uh looking at uh artistic pool dead uh sorry artistic curves dead uh, deadpool you were literally painted from top of the head to uh toes yeah yeah um well i mean technically it, it doesn't actually it's not that bad for your skin um I mean, everybody allows their kids to get face painted, right? Yep. So this is actually just, it, it's face, it's pretty much face paint. Uh, face paint, but then there's also, you know, he uses um, an air compressor gun. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so the process is pretty tedious. I wouldn't want to think about all the hours that I've had standing prepping for these shoots. I think the longest one was nine hours standing getting painted. Um. Some of them would be a bit quicker, like we could knock it out in an hour and a half, two hours, but I'd say on average they were about three to four hours um, in all the body paints that I've done. And so he, he comes in, he does the blocks, then he does like the details, comes in with the highlights, and then also what makes him stand out above anybody else, um, he goes in with the airbrushing and then he airbrushes on the shadows. So it's really a three-dimension, um, like 
when he paints me in a suit, it looks like a suit. When he paints on clothes, like you can see the, the folds in the clothes, the buttons have shadows and highlights on them. Like oh, yeah. it's it is detailed. Um, sometimes I can't even see it while I'm standing there getting painted. I'm like, okay, I don't know. He's like, oh, that's awesome. I'm like, well, I gotta go wait until I can look in a mirror before I can really see it all together. Um, and then I'm floored once I do. And then afterwards, um, you know, like we just spray it for certain spots because then I have to go through the shoot after standing there for a couple hours. Um, so we just spray with um, an alcohol solution on any joints, um, any high contact areas. So it's like my arm is going to be touching my ribs or anything like that. We don't want paint rubbing off when we shoot. Um, then we shoot pretty quickly. And then once I get home, I'm not going to lie, I hang around my house for a couple hours while I'm still in it because I don't want to take it off. I feel like as soon as I step in, step into the shower, I'm just ruining art. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just washes off super easy. Like, okay. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just thinking, uh, the massacre, the bathroom probably, pro, probably looks, <laughs> look, looks like after is. Uh... Yeah. Um, it actually, it was great because the paint will stick. If you have any crud on your tub, the paint will just stick to it. And then you get to get out of the shower and be like, oh. Time to clean that tub. <laughs> yeah. Uh, once again, got got a dog and four kids, and I'm cleaning my own tub like two or three times a week. Um, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. That would be horrifying for for myself because <laughs> I'm kind of a clean guy, and yeah. But and what is your favorite styles to a to a shoot? Because you've done everything from. Uh, boudoir to OnlyFans to body paint to just basically some I'm just going through everything and I can't think of nothing that you've really done like indoor outdoor like just yeah <laughs> plain stuff behind a backdrop it just I would say some of my favorite things to shoot is when I push my own limits like um something that I'm well generally anything that I haven't done before which is probably why I have such a wide range is because I just want to Let's see what we can get. Let's see what we can do. Um, I'd say some of my favorites were definitely um, working with certain animals, like fighting a fear and working with certain animals. Like I've worked with a 15-foot, 115-pound reticulated python. She was a sweetheart. She almost broke my arm at one point, but, I mean, it wasn't her fault. She, she was just, you know, exploring around yeah, and realized that she went behind me and twisted my arm back. Yep, and also um, snakes, are, snakes are snakes. Um, snakes are snakes. <laughs> scorpions. Yeah, I uh, I post with live scorpions on my body. Yeah, um, hack and slash. We were thinking we were talking about reboot earlier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, wait. And so yeah, uh, those, those were a pain. <laughs> did you? Uh, you just said hack hack a slash. Did you do a a, a Cassie hack a, hack a shoot or? No, no, no. That no? was uh, oh, just okay. the name of the name of the scorpions. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, hack slash is a uh, like a goth comic com comic book thing I've been reading for years, and I'm like, I have never seen a, you do a Cashy Hack shoot. So I'm like, <laughs> no, no, I think they were named after the reboot characters. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my least. Although that does sound like it's right up my alley. Oh yeah. Uh, basically, she wears um, goth stuff, skirts, and carries around a barbed wired 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 baseball bat all year all year, all year this time. sounds like this sound, I, might, I might cosplay this now you're inspiring me <laughs> after doing this <laughs> um basically the story behind a cassie hack she was the final girl but she won instead of 
being the final girl before the the big bad so she is very much a modern female thing in 80s horror films and that's oh, yeah. what kind of the premise is where she doesn't she's not the dumb blonde like she sets up these elaborate traps for them and she's not even blonde i don't know why i why why <laughs> why, why why i said that but she's not your you're thinking home alone she's setting up traps i mean you're thinking of kevin from home alone that's why the blonde came out oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and home alone could so easily be a horror well, a horror film it really okay really you could have called the cops at any time oh yeah he, <laughs> he's just like no 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 he, i'm gonna take care of this myself he was out of the house how many times and just yeah, yeah. and Somebody sent this in. Where do you think the world of modeling is actually going in the Instagram internet age? Where where do you um, think the next big that's a good, big, that's a really big, good big step? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it makes it a lot easier because I mean, um, I mean, I might look tall in my photos, but I am actually like I lie and say I'm five two, so I'm not gonna say what, well, but I'm under under five two somewhere. <laughs> Let your imagination go with that. Um, so I mean, it, it definitely. Social media allows people to, like, I would have never been able to get into modeling if it wasn't for the day and age that I was in. Um, it gave me a platform to show my work and to get, um, put that forward to people who are looking to hire models, photographers, you know, like, uh, wardrobe, makeup artists, like, all of that stuff. So, um, it really, it really frees things up that really anybody can do it as long as they have the skill for it. Um, but that being said, like it definitely, it's changed the industry that I think there is also a divide. Like if I tell people that I do modeling, they're like, oh, you're on Insta, you're an Instagram model. I eh? like, like it, people immediately think that you just, um, you know, getting money for posting something and then people are sending you stuff and paying you for posts. And it's like, now it's, um, it, it's definitely complicated things in the modeling industry a little bit. Um, but I think it's ultimately, it's ultimately a helpful tool. When I... I'll use myself as, as as an example. When I started started podcasting in 2016, it was a very much an open field. Nobody really knew about it at the time. And I, over over the years, over time, because I've been doing this for so long, when I tell people now I do a podcast, they're like, "Oh, so you're jumping on the on on the bandwagon?" No, because in my personal life, I really don't tell a lot of my coworkers I do this kind of a thing, because I get the 50 questions after that I've answered a hundred yeah. times, right? And even uh, with the world of Instagram models, there aren't proper photographers taking the Instagram model photos, and it's not that. Yeah. We call and, them we call them uh, GWCs. They're guys with cameras. They're not photographers. Yes, because and my then they come, hey, I'll give you I'll give you a free uh, let, let's let's do a free shoot, and it's like, well, what am I benefiting out of that? Like, you just get my time, my ideas. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> let's be honest, we're all here to make money. I got I I love my my creative ventures, my content creations, but without my sponsors, who wouldn't be would pay pretty much pay my travel fees my like I'm now doing live shows and that kind kind of stuff like I need my gas paid I need something for this because if I'm going to drive to Toronto for a live show why would I spend a hundred bucks on gas why would I spend entry fees why yeah. would I do this why would I do that what is how is this going to pro promote my network or my own 
products. That I oh, need. for sure. And then I would also do um, like I would help host photography workshops. So it'd be like an interesting idea. Um, I would sell the sell the spots for these photography workshops. So and then if I'm working for free for random photographers whose skills aren't quite they're, yeah. they're still working towards it. Yeah, yeah, they're still working towards it. They're still trying to learn. So, I mean, if I'm just doing all these free shoots for these people who are not there yet, what is the incentive to buy into the workshops that I'm hosting? Yeah. You know, like it's, it, it, you have to have a little bit of a sales mentality too, you know, especially when you're booking your own stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I do have a PR guy who helps me with my social media and that kind of stuff, but 90% of it is, st and Ryan does amazing, amazing work. Love it. Love it, working with him. Still, ninety percent of it's me because I'm kind of a control freak and I can't trust people. <laughs> yeah, yep, I hear you. Because I'm freelance, so I, I don't trust anybody but me. <laughs> oh no, it's like, where's the deposit? Where's the payment? Um, okay, let's do do this. And I, in my research, I did notice you have a only and an OnlyFans account. Uh, I do, yeah. How how did that actually start? Because you went from photography to other things to, and then OnlyFans came out, which kind of changed the game for a lot of uh, people. And people well, I'm actually, I'm actually old school. Um, I was doing a lot of shoots, and because it was body paint, so I mean that was the natural progression. Um, I started doing a lot of body paint where I'm painting naked, um, and then. I did always, I used to always love pinup, like, especially, like, old school cheesecake pinup, like, uh, glamour pinup, like, all of that, and burlesque. Oh, yeah. So, um, it was never really the fear of doing the, the, the more looty, kind of sexually implied, you know, yeah. kind of shots and stuff. Um, but I used to, uh, after doing a bunch of body paints and we did some, some shots, I saw some of the, some of the, in the picture selection that I liked that were nudes, and I was like, well, I really want to, like, I, I have nowhere to put them. Right. But, like, I love these photos, and I know that people would love these photos. And I started selling on Etsy, actually, which is funny because I'm just closing up my Etsy shop today. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just going, weird to be talking about it today, but. Yep. Um, and then we're just moving, I'm just moving everything over to uh, OnlyFans just to simplify things. Um, but for the longest time, so I was selling on Etsy, and I had all of these girls that were doing OnlyFans, and, like, this is during the pandemic and stuff, and. They would just message me and say, "Hey, you've been doing this for a long time. You clearly have a following. Like you, you're making money off of it. How, how do I do this?" And I was like, "Well, I don't know, but this is how I do it. I give them some tips here and there." And then I kind of realized I sat back after giving like probably like the 16th person the same advice, and I was like, "You know what? Clearly, this OnlyFans is getting traction. They're getting they're getting people going there and stuff. Why don't I just? But there's I have all the work. I've already got all the work there. Why don't I just join it up and?" do the same thing and I did and it actually it ended up well here I am now closing my Etsy shop and just going purely with OnlyFans oh yeah and it has really opened up um, I with the good OnlyFans has act, actually done it's kind of made the world a little bit safer I've heard because mm -hmm. people are doing a lot of their own stuff they don't have to go places and meet people who they've never met before uh, do things they're uncomfortable doing this is what I oh, yeah. what I've just heard from other I've I okay I I I have friends who are strippers who are work in 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 adult or the adult industries as as I should uh, call them because really I don't know what the proper wording is is anymore 
<laughs> whether it's still sex worker or is it still this or is it still model? I think it really depends. It's, like I've, I've heard both on, on either side. I think it really just depends on what they prefer. Yeah, yeah. It's, and and me being the interview guy, I try to be the most respectful I can. But and my friends, hey, can I send you? No, no, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see you in that light. <laughs> I yeah. I like to have that kind of divide because they're like, oh, I just want 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 your your opinion as a, a middle aged dude. I'm like, please don't send me photos of your feet. I don't want to see them. I it they they creep me out. It's not for me. It's one of those things. It's just people are kind of some of my friends might get too comfortable with me because I'm the quote unquote nice nice guy. So I'm just yeah. Yeah, and if anybody does want to check out your 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 OnlyFans, because from your your Instagram account, it you do absolutely phenomenal work. So where can people have find it? Um, well, I mean, if you just go, I have the link in my bio. Oh, okay. You can open up Linktree, and then you can um, check out from Facebook, Instagram, or OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, there's Etsy in there now, but as we've covered, it's going away. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> Etsy is kind of on the way out, and it just. Yeah. I. I, um, I, I find and then things. And just lean a sweet on everything. Oh yeah, because you are one of the few guests I've had who actually have their social media all be the same thing, which is lovely. <laughs> <laughs> except except for um, I tried joining TikTok even though I'm really old for it. I feel. <laughs> Hey, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the tick or TikTok, and I'm a middle-aged, middle-aged white guy who always has his his ball cap on backwards, so I just fit in fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm on on TikTok. I'm I think I'm bittersweet, um, but everything else I'm I'm Lena sweet. Okay, I have fun with the TikTok app because I'm. I'm 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 41. I'm the last person who should probably be be using this I thing. I can't figure it out. I can't. And this is what makes me feel old. Is I'm, I'm trying to use it. I'm, I do it with my friends in their 20s, and I'm like, hey, how do I do this video? Can you show grandma? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like um, that's truth be told. That's why I got a PR guy to tell me what kind of social media I, I should be on. I need a PR guy. Have your PR guy call me. We'll set that. <laughs> Honestly, I will. He's uh, great. And uh, he's married to my friend Curtis, so I think that might work out great. Hook <laughs> <laughs> <But>, me up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and maybe get you mod modeling for my my, my Ofen T City site. Hmm. Oh, Sponsor yeah, plug. I can do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's down the road, and I gotta make uh make a money 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 at first. Oh, and to all the listeners, I am relaunching OFNT Cities very soon, and uh, the number one shirt that says "Pano isn't for 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 everyone" is coming back to all the guys who are asking me about that. So, guys and also girls, um, yeah, it's they're one of my my. I made my own sponsor to kind of integrate things, and then the t-shirt company just kind of took off, which is make, nice. Make that money, honey. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I need 15, 15 jobs jobs now just to survive. Oh, yeah. So uh, everyone needs the 9 to 5. Everyone needs their, their creative outlet, and everybody needs something they do to just try it. Because that's kind of the uh, spice of their life, trying new and 
and different. Uh, and with inflation, what it things. is, we we all just need so many jobs too. Oh my God, I have four. I have four teenagers. I need one job just to feed them. Oh my God, oh. four. Yep. <laughs> uh. I got. I have two pets, but I mean, I'm already still broke. Yeah, because they're fun to. Okay, buying stuff for a pet is fun. Buying thing for a child is a necessity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now here's a or, or, or another uh, question. Who has been your most important professional mentor? Oh, hands down, that's uh, that's artistic curves. Um, I, I I think we counted once, and it was over. And this is even like probably years before we kind of slowed down. Uh, we counted once, and it was like something like eighty body paints that we had done together. Wow. Um, we've done live art shows. He was one I did a lot of my um my uh, photography workshops with um and i would say me getting into creative modeling it, it, a large large part of it is because we had worked together and then he started asking my opinion on how we were putting some stuff together and it really gave me you know that oh i can do this like i can do that like obviously he's a huge part in in you know guiding me and and teaching me so much stuff but even now um i'll be working on some sort of creative shoot where i have to um you know make something or, or spike something like put spikes on or black tape or any anything and I notice now that all of my ability to be able to do this in a way that looks good photography is entirely based on things that he has taught me like he was completely like my art godfather <laughs> <laughs> well with the amount of people I've uh, I've helped start start a podcast now I they are calling me the podfather <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm a fan, fan fan of this or I should take it as a as a as a compliment, but I'm like, well, well that's a total compliment. I'm oh just yeah. Adjusting, I, you've inspired me again, so I'm just I'm just gonna cut it down and call him the art father. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And this one was actually sent in sent in as a well because people sent me a lot of questions in because. How often do you get to talk to a creative uh, creative model? Uh, <laughs> what occupation other than your own would you like to try? Um, I'm really good at sales, like Dr. Greg. No, whatever. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm, good at, I'm really good at sales, um, so I've been thinking something like maybe food or liquor rep, but then there's part of me that kind of has always wanted to get into advertising. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. that would be like a whole venture to get into, so it's one of those things I really want to sit down, consider where I'd want to go, how I'd want to do it, and, yeah. uh, you know. As a salesman myself, I'm currently taking a course from the Sponsorship Collective. I really recommend looking into those guys. And that's, okay. they're not a sponsor on, 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 on the show yet, but <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I would really, really look, in, look into what they're, at, what they're doing. It's, yeah, um, send me that information when we're... Uh... Oh, yeah. When we, once we've wrapped. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because that just, um, yeah. And I'll let you know the whole story why I'm I'm doing it after. It just, uh, I've been in sales for 20, 25 years. And these guys know all the modern tips and tricks. So I, it's just upgrading my game to yeah. get more, uh, more, uh, more money. And once again, thank you very, very much for, for, for your time. We're... Just gonna start wrapping wrapping this guy up. 
because I still have the Gilme Talks 10, and my listeners know these are just 10 quick either or uh, questions. They're always, always, always fun or interesting, and I swear people just send them in when they're uh, uh, hungry because half of them are food, food, food based. But I love food. <laughs> all right. Uh, first one: burger or hot dog? Burger. Like I love my burgasms. Like come on now. Oh yeah. Yeah, I uh, saw you eating like a uh, poutine on a stick or something on uh, oh, on no, uh, Instagram. Oh, that was a Korean hot dog. So that one was a hot dog, but it was filled with cheese. Ah, okay. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just, I just noticed. Okay, I'm lactose intolerant now, so when I ever see anybody oh, eating cheese, I'm, I'm like, I miss that. <laughs> Single cheer. <laughs> and yeah, exactly, because I can take the pills. I don't like taking pills for anything. I just deal, but it just, it sucks. You know, French Canadian guy can't eat poutine anymore. Eh, kind of sad. I once turned myself lactose intolerant during a shoot. Oh. <laughs> I'm not lactose intolerant, but we were doing a Catwoman shoot, and uh, I wanted to do a got milk kind of situation. You remember yep. those from like the nineties? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. So I I was in a cat suit, my little heels and everything, and I got like old school looking milk jugs. And I don't know why. Like looking back on this now, I don't know why I just didn't fake it by using like you know, like, uh, powdered milk, mm-hmm. but I decided to go for a 2% in three of those jugs, and <laughs> chugging it during the shoot, it got all of my cat suit, I'll ruin a pair of shoes, like, um, and then I get home, and I was lactose intolerant for three days, like, I overdosed on milk, and oh it was not a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have never heard anybody overdosing on uh, milk before. Uh, yeah, like it was. It was with artistic curves, and he has. He would have this thing when we'd shoot, being like, <laughs> "And whose idea was this, Lena? Like, who, who did this to themselves?" Ah, <laughs> uh, this is this is me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, next one: salty or sweet? Oh, well, you know I'm Lena Sweet, so. Oh yeah. Think that one. Yep. Can, can I mix? Can I put a little bit of salt in my sweetness? Though? Yes, because my favorite thing is uh, salted chocolate caramels. Those are my favorite Solid thing, hands choice. down, on the world in in the world right now. Those are absolutely amazing. I love them. It just they're my favorite thing, hands down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, another food one: cake or pie? Oh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say cake. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna go with cake. Frosting. Right. Always a oh. win. Yeah. Where <laughs> me? I'm like, I'm a. My favorite thing is pumpkin pie, so I'm getting pumpkin pie is amazing. Really, yeah. really excited about this time of year. I can bake it again. So uh, this <laughs> one, getting off of it, off of food because I'm getting, getting. Get, hungry. Get, I'm gonna be getting hungry. I'm going to be hungry after this. Oh yeah, same. <laughs> uh, vampire or werewolf? Um, vampire. Because I mean, you get to be young and beautiful forever, and yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, we're not going. We're not going Twilight. I don't want to sparkle. I want like Anne Rice style. Oh yeah, uh, I'm yeah. so looking forward to the new the the new show coming out. I'm a huge Anne Rice nerd. Um, okay, so I didn't know. Oh. Uh, just a, yeah. Um, just, before she what? passed. Um, before she passed. She was I didn't involved. Know they were working on anything. Yeah, her and Christopher Rice were actually working on a new show that got. Got Greenlit that's coming out in early 2023. And I'm going to be all about that. Get this. <laughs> Louis is black. Oh. Oh. 
and like it's actually from the time and it that makes a, to me it makes a lot it, more sense than it finding really does just New Orleans in that time finding a just his story would make so much more sense if he was a black guy instead of a white guy it really really does I yeah. I, I think and I'm very very happy about they're going to that and because finding a poor white guy in New Orleans in the 1700s uh, yeah. There probably yeah. were some, but it just was. Well, I think his his story was that um he was married and then he ended up like he he wasn't really poor to start out with, was yeah. he? No, he was. Yeah. He was okay. He was doing all right, yeah. and then his marriage went down, and he was married, and she died, and the kids died, and he was by himself, and it was just a sad. And he just became a story. drunk and. Yep. Yeah. And then <laughs> Lestat found him one night. And guys, if I'm spoiling anything for you, the book came out in '77. Go read a book. Yeah, guys, come on. Yeah. And not even, not even just watch the '90s movie. Come on now. Oh yeah, which I loved. It was, I was right. I in loved the, it, but I, I hated, I hated Tom Cruise and with that. I just. It's. Ugh. He did good, but I'm like. <laughs> it's it was, not what I would have pictured. Um, I actually really liked Queen Queen of the Damned a lot more. I think Townsend yeah. Townsend did a much much better it. better job. Like, yeah. if if he could play Lestat now, that would be amazing. But yeah, would watch. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, couch or recliner? Um. Oh, well, I'm not fancy. I, I should get a recliner though. This. Yeah, that seems like. Okay, I'm gonna say solo recliner. Socially, a couch. I mean, okay. I don't want to. It's, it's better to have your friends on the couch and talk to them rather than sitting across the room on a recliner while they're up on the couch. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Superman or Spider-Man? Oh, Superman. I am not... When I cosplayed as Spider-Man, I did a deal so I could work... Uh, I, I wanted to do Venom, and in exchange, he got to do... He got to paint me as Spider-Man, and I just ran around the studio going, pee-pee with my little web shooters. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Spider-Man fan. He just talks to himself. How is this kid who's talking to himself winning all of these fights against these grown villains? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of... See, I'm a Spider-Man guy, but also he oh, was I'm my sorry. first... <laughs> no, no, no. I get it. I've read many, many books. He talks to himself a lot. Like, just he does. Looking... He does what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. And he just talks a lot more where Superman just shows up, does his thing, saves the day, leaves. Yep. Yeah. Uh, pirate or Viking? Oh. Oh, that's that's a good one. Because it can be... There are so many options to take on this question. Would you rather be one? Are you more... Okay, so being in, a female, I would definitely yep. rather be uh, Viking. Yeah. Because uh, it didn't... From everything that I know, it didn't work very well with women when they were being pirates. Nope. Uh, even when they got up to captain, they were just like, yeah, no, we're just going to shoot you... Shoot, strap you to a cannon and uh, blow your innards out. Um, so I think I think Viking. Um, yeah, I'm gonna solidly say Viking. Oh yeah. Uh, cardio or weightlifting? Cardio. I cannot lift weights, but I go for runs quite frequently. Online shopper or the mall? Oh, it depends on what for what. Uh, I would say I would say probably mall. Only because I buy way too much when I online shop. Everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you get the packages in three days and you're like, ah, shit, what am I sending back? 
Yeah, or I didn't even really want this. Why did I get it? Uh, me also, and... drunk online shopping is a different thing. Like, I won't get, oh, won't get wasted yeah. and go to the mall, but I'll be wasted at home and be like, yeah, I'm going to check out Amazon. <laughs> oh, I need these shoes with, with I need these airwalks with flame, flames on them for some for some reason. <laughs> Although, I, I mean, yeah. I, I shouldn't say too much, because I've also bought light-up Batman shoes in a mall. So, <laughs> at really tiny feet, they're great. Yeah. Uh, see, I have size 13, so I can. Basically, my rule is, if it fits, I tend to buy it. Because standard stores. <laughs> gonna, gonna get. <laughs> standard stores only carry to size 12, so when I see a 13, I'm like, maybe I don't know. Yeah. And last but not least, Judas Priest or Iron Maiden. Say Iron Maiden. Oh yeah. See, I like Halford as a singer better, but I like Maiden as a band better. Yeah, I was going it band. Just, oh yeah. It just yeah. uh because Maiden's had different different singers. Oh 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 well so is Priest though, that's the thing. It's uh yeah. they both have a huge, huge history in that metal and they're both fantastic bands that have and people lump them together all the time, but I think they're two totally separate. Oh, they're totally different, but I can I also somehow understand how they're always lumped together. Oh yeah. I guess also the era and stuff like that. Oh yeah, too. British. Uh, they were both a big part of the British new new wave metal, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And last thing, can I get you to plug all your uh, uh, socials so so all my all all my listeners can uh, find you? Yeah, so I mean, I'm Lena Sweet pretty much across the board. Uh, we've got me on uh, Instagram, Facebook, OnlyFans. They can all be found as Lena Sweet. On Facebook, I do have um, a fan group there called Lena Sweet Spot. Love the dirty pun there. <laughs> TikTok, I'm Bittersweet. Uh, but mainly, I am mostly on Instagram and Facebook. And again, you can check out a lot of my work also on um you know, Facebook, uh, Instagram, but then the looties, you can go to my OnlyFans and uh, yeah. check out all the goods, all the sweet goods. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, thank you so, so much for your, for your, for your, for your, for your time. Yeah, and thanks for having me. I mean, this was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I always try, try making this fun because if you, if you guys really want serious, serious interview stuff, Go go somewhere else. I'm, I'm just I'm just. That exists everywhere. Like, come on now. Oh yeah, I'm just I'm just Gilmy. Taglines. I talk to two interesting people and have a fun time fun time doing it. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, hey guys, I just want to say thank you very very much for tuning in in to this episode. I know it's not one of my regular quote-unquote guests but you guys know i just like to talk to interesting people and a big thank you to elena for a putting up with the technical difficulties b me having to cancel a couple times due to family issues health issues just that's it and i'll be honest with with you guys um when i'm recording this i'm going into surgery for about two hours that's why i'm recording this one a little bit earlier but Go like, share, subscribe. It's just a minor, minor procedure. I will be perfectly fine. Anybody wants to check out, reach reach out. 
check out on and eh, just messing me through through any of the socials i should be up when up up and about when this is actually posted because i'm putting it back a bit um go check out all elena's socials go follow her there because it she does amazing work and her stuff with our artistic curves is absolutely amazing and great very creative shoots and just a couple more things guys before i let you go and you guys will have a wonderful day because well you're listening to me and hopefully i make your day a little bit better go check out our live show september 18th at london comic-con my hometown con they're giving us a whole 90 minutes from 12:30 to 2 on sunday on the podcast stage I hope you guys can uh, can uh, join us. I will be super happy to see any of you guys there. Guys, girls, or non-binary pals, come out, check us out. It's all it. Hey, it's all good. We are going to be talking about professional wrestling and a lot of it, a lot more. Uh, myself, my co-host Tom, our article writer Dan, and. Our special guest, Holden Albright, will be with us on stage for a full 90 minutes. And there is going to be questions and answers. There's going to be a mic set up. And I hope to see you guys there. Thanks, Thanks, guys.